Are you blessed in here tonight? Amen. I'm blessed in the city, and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I come, and I am blessed. And that's because God has been my saved and sanctified. Isn't that goodness. I thank you that truly your word is a light to us, to lead us and guide us, to give us direction, oh God, to give us stability, to give us hope when it seems so hopeless, to comfort us, oh God, when we need comforting. Lord, I thank you tonight for your healing working, however it comes. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you've been so good to each and every one of us. And we just want to take time right now to say thank you. As already been stated, Lord, you just watched over us. You had your angels encamped around about us, keeping us, keeping us, keeping us in our right mind. Hallelujah. Keeping us, oh, God, with our minds and our hearts turned toward you. Bless this word tonight, oh God. It's to me, and actually I'm just going to share it with my brothers and my sisters because God has imparted to me how, I, how we can glean just from doing what he has encouraged us to do. And Father, we just give you all the praise, all the glory, in Jesus' name, amen. Don't take it lightly when I have an opportunity to teach or to share the word of God. Um, and uh, I, there were so many ways I, I thought about going. Um, but then when I sat down and just spent time before the Lord, it just, um, he just started speaking to me. the reasons because my heavenly father he's watching over us to him no matter what we're going through or how alone we may feel we're encouraged by his word to walk by faith and not by sight because as we journey through here we each of us we're learning to trust God's word no matter what the enemy may tell us and you know he's always trying to talk to us telling us something um, and sometimes we listen and that's when that self you know conversation comes but you know what we don't have to have it we can learn just to just to think about all that God has given us all the weaponry that's in our armament in, in our um, what is it what is it Arsenal, 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 yeah. But where do they keep the weapons? Where do they keep the weapons um, in the armament? That's what I'm saying. We're the armament, and we have to keep our weapons available. And God has given us everything that we need, hallelujah, to fight in this 
battle that we're fighting, even when we can't see our way, a word will give us direction. And as Elder Harris read in the scripture tonight, and I kind of smiled, it's not one of my scriptures, but it's going in the same vein that, you know, uh, I don't have to see my way because his word is a lamp unto my feet. So I'm guided. I'm guided through and, and a light, whatever my pathway, yea, though I walk through the, the path of the valley of the shadow of death, he's there. He's lighting my way so I don't have to be fearful. I don't have to see my way. Uh, so when the enemy tells us, and this is what he does, you know, have you ever been in a place where God has instructed you to do something and you did something contrary to what God has told you to do or what you know is the right thing to do? And that's the opportunity the enemy takes. He jumps on that opportunity to tell you that you're not worthy of God's goodness because you don't measure up on a gridiron. You know you said those things and you shouldn't have said them. And God said, don't say them. Well, God's word says so much about me and all that I am in Christ Jesus that when the enemy comes at us with those little slanders that we can just stand on the word and just refute everything that he throws at us. And see, that's why the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of devil's strongholds, bringing into captivity every thought that should exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. One of the things that that we we know that God's word says about us is that um, that uh, He Jesus was wounded for our indiscretions. <laughs> he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our wickedness, our sins, our injustice. He was crushed for our wickedness, our sins, our injustice. He was crushed. He was crushed. I mean, this isn't a light thing. We have Easter coming up, Resurrection Sunday, and um, we see him, his figure on the cross in the pictures that, that we see, but we don't see him he paid a tremendous price. It wasn't just uh, some nails in his hands like we see him pinned on a cross with a little bit of blood running down his arms and down his feet and, you know, a little bit of blood coming off the thorny crown. It, it was worth that. And so when we get the picture of what he's done for us and the extreme price he paid then the devil doesn't have a chance because we will begin to see who we are in Christ Jesus the punishment that was required for our well-being fell on Jesus and by his stripes by his wounds we might be healed mm -hmm. okay you, you're listening we are healed and then it goes on to say in the word of God, for when I was without strength, in due time, Christ died 
for the ungodly. That was me. I don't know about anybody else, but he died. In, in due time, he died for me. And then if I continue on reading in that same fifth chapter of Romans, he further states, not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we now receive the atonement. We, we can take joy in what he's done. And then it goes on when I'm thinking about, I am devil, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And then devil, take this, I am more than a conqueror. And then take this, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Take this devil. I have been justified by faith and have peace with God. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. These verses are just a, a, just a little bit, just a little bit of his promises. And if we would... Uh, discipline ourselves to study the word when when things go wrong yeah we I'm not telling anybody that you arrive and all of a sudden you're studying the word and all of a sudden it's meshed down in you and all of a sudden you've got this together that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that we don't have to be weak we don't have to fall out and and uh, need a heart a transplant or resuscitation because God has already done everything that he could possibly do to ensure that when I can't see my way, it's still all good. It's all good because it's all God. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. When I can't see my way, my responsibility is to keep meditating on the word day and night. Okay? I'm going to read that for us, so bear with me as I get into this. To Joshua 1 and 8. This book of the law, just flip through it every now and then. The scripture says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. And there's a reason. That thou mayest observe. You got to make an observation of what you're supposed to do to be successful so you so you meditate on the word day and night and observe to do according to some of the things that is written therein uh, fall apart when things go wrong uh, have a hissy fit when somebody that you love just acts uncivil uh, it, it, it's all lined up it goes like this, it goes like 
this, and it goes like this. And if it doesn't, somebody's going to hear it because it's supposed to go the way I think it's supposed to. Now, I'm told in a book that we're studying called Suffering that my suffering is one thing, but my suffering that I bring into my suffering is what hinders me. It keeps me from being the overcomer because I'm bringing so much other baggage with me. But if I can, you know, meditate on my word day and night, like the scripture says, that I might observe to do all um, that according to all that is written therein, the scripture tells me, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. So when I'm going through things, maybe I didn't cause it, but you got to go through it. But I know I didn't cause it, and it's not my plan, and God knows the knocks that need to be knocked off of me, and he knows the kind of the grit of the sandpaper that he needs to use to, to get me to, to that perfect place that when he calls me home, I'm going to have my crown with all my jewels. This is what it's about. It's not God because God has left us. So when things don't go right, it's not because God has left you. It's only because this is a fallen world. And this is what we deal with in a fallen world. If this was utopia, none of us would be sitting up in here right now. None of us would need God at all because we would have it all together. But when I can't see my way, he knows my way. He'll take me to where I need to be. And it's just exciting. Hallelujah. And then the ninth verse says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. You know, we read these things over and over. Well, I don't know you. Maybe you read them. Sometimes I don't. I don't think they they you know, grab hold, but uh, his word is powerful. And if we can just grab a hold of it and be strong and of good courage and be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. He's not going to leave me hanging up there by myself. He's with me, and he promised never to leave me and never to forsake me. And I'm just glad about it. And I know y'all are glad about it, too. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And then if we go to my responsibility is to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he might direct my path. If he feels like it today, Huh. So no matter what I'm going through, I have a who shall. Hallelujah. So when I can't see my way, he shall see my way. Amen. So another responsibility that I have is to draw near to God. Now see, so many times, and I hear the pastor preach this, when we're going through our trials, and we're all going to go through our trials, 
forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some how to do this we, we've got to come together but my responsibility truly is to draw near to God submit that's an interesting word to me because for so long it was kind of it had a negative connotation but to submit means to lay down my will at God's will not somebody else Some, nobody has that kind of authority over you when we submit to God when we submit to his word nobody gonna walk on you when you're doing what God has instructed us to do so our responsibility is to submit yourselves therefore to God whatever he says for us to do submit to it wherever he says for us to go submit to that so he says submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you that only happens when we're submitted to God then he goes on to say draw near to God and he will draw near to you then cleanse your hands Israel cleanse thy hands so when the devil go to talking mm -mm, I'm clean I'm clean through the word of God and you have no dominion where I'm concerned amen alrighty I didn't say this when I started but I'm going to say it now I won't be before you long <laughs> okay one of my favorite scriptures when I can't see my way, I'm going to trust him because he's good. He has been so good to me. And I know he's been good to all of us. We all have a testimony of his goodness. And if we, if we could just keep that in the forefront of our minds, when, when the enemy is just driving forces against us, what your weapon is, and it is his word. I'm closing with this, Rebecca four seventeen. Here's Ephesians. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, you can't see my way. Neither shall fruit be in the vine. Labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls I can't see my way yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will joy in the God of my salvation when I can't see my way God bless our pastor